Well, he would just forget things. I, I'd ask him to do certain things, perhaps to do a bit of shopping or to make a phone call or somebody would ring me and he'd forget to take a message. I mean, nothing mega, but there was obviously something very wrong. And if we were having a discussion with other people, he seemed sometimes to, lo to lose the thread of it. And it was obvious that it was more than just na the natural ageing process. Because, he'd, you know, he'd always been so quick and so literate, really. And suddenly, you know, his powers of discussion were not as great as they had been. He'd realised that his memory was not what it ought to be. And we decided, you know, we'd at least seek some advice about it. So you were told dementia and then more recently the word Alzheimer's has come into the picture. Yes. What, and what did it make you feel when you heard the word dementia? What did you understand by that? I think if I'm honest, I would have preferred the term Alzheimer's. <laughs> yeah. It was obviously a blow, but not unexpected. I think Sam's behaviour had led me to believe that there was something radically wrong. And in a way, I suppose having a label for it was rather comforting because we knew it was a medical thing. We spent a lot of time you know, reading about it and reading the recent research. And then, of course... The clinical psychologist referred us to you okay. and to your team, and we we found that very helpful over the period you know we had contact with you. So tell me a bit about your memory difficulties. Suddenly, sort of having to stop because what I was started to say seemed to have floated away, and I've lost it. And people are looking at me in a curious way, like finish it off and. Um, I can't and I've got to tell them. And that's very embarrassing. It's yeah. almost like somebody's turned your mechanism into the wrong way. Um, I can't mm -hmm. understand this properly because it's just recently. I mean, you think to yourself, yeah, I was coming for that book. What, the, what book was it? Um, and then you forget it's even a book. And that's most recent and that's been the most threatening he can't cope with the video recorder now, which is only on Video Plus. He can't cope with that at all. And he has difficulty playing tapes, except on his own recorder, which he has in his bedroom. And he plays tapes frequently on that. Do you feel I'm, that as if you're not the same person as before, in a way? I'm the same person, but um, I'm not nearly as able as I used to be. Well, he certainly isn't as confident as he was, or anything like it. And he will do something, and he will ask me to check it. And quite often he doesn't need any checking. Um, if he's doing a letter, he will ask me to look at it and correct it grammatically. Which, in mean, a few years ago, I wouldn't eat. Well, he would never have dreamt of asking me. He would have just done it. But his ability to construct a written sentence has really quite diminished. We still play Scrabble. And in fact, only last week he got a seven-letter word and won. <laughs> Recently, I've also suddenly realised that too many people for too long makes me worse than what I am, and I have to go away with an excuse. Um, well, I think it's that way. I, don't, I can't say for sure, but that's what it feels like. If only it was less frequent and less packed. For years and years and years, I never actually physically paid a bill 
a bill would come in and he would sit down before going to work or what have you and he would pay the bill by return of post. Now that doesn't happen. I mean, I tend to do quite a lot of things in that area. But if I ask him to do a cheque to pay a bill, as I did last week, it will take him a long time to actually go through the motions of not writing out the cheque, but making sure he was paying it to the right person. Mm. So, you know, this has done, done nothing for his self-confidence. Mm. But he is a fighter, and he, you know, he keeps on trying, and he won't give up. Mm. Which is possibly part of the problem, of course, because if I try to help, he, he resents the help, often. Unless, as he says, he asks for it. But I don't always know whether he wants it or not. We've always had this idea of mutuality in our relationship. You know, if a job's needed doing, it doesn't matter who's done it. It's usually been him, actually, but it, it, you know, we've never had specific roles. We've, you know, we've done what we've needed to do. Although he's still very good about the house and you know, doing domestic chores like, and all things I hate doing, like ironing and things and so on. But we're not able to sit down and have the kind of conversation we used to have about things like politics which isn't to say he's not interested, he is. But we're not able to discuss in any great depth because I think he loses interest. He finds it difficult to follow an argument beyond a certain level. And I find this very frustrating. Mm. Very frustrating indeed. I know that you have got some memory problems and that they do affect you and what you can do. But I also know, Sam, that you're very active, that you do still do a lot of things that you enjoy doing. Yeah, and yeah. I thought it would be interesting to just to talk a bit about that, about the things that you do still get involved in and like to do. Well, what, what I do here, for instance, um, I help with a, the, the group of people from around here go three times a year to clear up all the rubbish and... This is your yeah. woodland group. Woodland, yeah. Yes. I was also an organiser for... We played a pool game in the pool, uh, Patank. I've got a good player too. But one of my specialities was taking people who've never played before and wanted to have come to the hotel but have a game of pool beforehand. And uh, this is the last one I haven't done, but I've been doing it for years and I'm, I am very good at it. Some of the people you ask to take it and do it, uh, and you get 60 people there, you know. I was really, you know, quite pleased with Sam's been very involved with the Woodland Trust. And last autumn, his group, because of which he's leader, was nominated by from the Peterborough Evening Telegraph, you know, awards, environmental awards thing. And we did actually get the, um, the runners-up. Excellent. Which conveys nothing, really, other than the fact that it does show that because you've got Alzheimer's, you're not totally without it. Well, the general thing is to maintain the activities I have, which would be um, a bicycles, you know, making use of them, mm -hmm. um, crosswords, you know, do those again. So that's to keep your brain active? That's right. Good. It's not a very difficult one I do, but I just like to do it. Favourite music, I must do that. And so that's you... just for... Sleep, you know, keeping you nice and calm and, and so on. I'll listen to a whole tape, you see, and then yeah. that's good. So that's to relax you at bedtime? That's it? right. Yeah. And I've, it, it works for me. I'm not saying it would work for anybody mm. else. Well, what other strategies have you noticed Sam developing to try and cope with his memory difficulties? Well, he's always writing lists. 
is an interminable list writer and he puts notes to himself pretty well everywhere and, th- and that's fair enough. Mm. Things are colour-coded, he'll, he'll put notices, I think he put a notice for you on, on the back of our car today. Yes, that was very nice to tell us we could park. Yes, yes, but that is par for the course really and he always has to try and get ahead of himself. So if, if he's going to a meeting, he'll spend hours and hours and hours preparing for it. But then when he takes a meeting and he chairs a meeting, you'd be hard-pushed to know there was anything wrong with him at all. 